Any views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent those of WSIC. All systems are a go. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your seats. Taking care of Iredell with North Carolina State Representative Jeff McNeely is about to begin in five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, Iredell County. Hey, man, it's great to be back on the air. I feel like I've been gone forever, Joe. My goodness. Uh, how do you do this? You talk into this little thing here and they that, hear you? That microphone right that, in front of you? That's you how just, you do it. You just talk into it. Okay, yeah. well, it's been so long, I forgot how almost. It's like riding a bike. Maybe I'll get back up on here in a second. But, hey, anyway, uh, I know it sounds weird to say happy, but uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, we take this day to to uh, remember him and memorialize Martin Luther King, or he did. Um the time is always right to do the right thing. That's one of the quotes from him of many he had. So I hope you take this time to, today to reflect uh, on his work and uh, just know, uh, you know, color, it's only skin deep, folks. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, I pray. If not, I hope you come to know him. And I hope if you say that, you mean it and you live it. Jesus in your heart, love thy fellow man and woman. So let's go out and let's uh, let's at least to try to achieve some kind of respect and love for each other and just know that we're all in this crazy world together. And without Jesus, we got nothing. So anyway, I uh, want to bring a few things up. Uh, last night on uh, Miss America pageant, kind of hard to watch. You had to go online. I know things are crazy in this world nowadays. But uh, Taylor Lloyd, Miss Statesville, Miss North Carolina from Mooresville, uh, did make the top 11 Y'all, she should have made top five. The girl won the talent competition. She did an amazing job, looked beautiful. Everything was perfect. I don't know. You know, it's just what it is. But she didn't make top 11, which for Miss North Carolina is great. But to me, she is Miss America. I don't care what they say and who got the sash. Taylor Lloyd, we sure are proud of you, and we appreciate your hard work and your great representation of not only our county, our cities, our state, but just how you presented yourself to the whole world. And uh, hang your, uh, don't hang your head, dear Lord, dear girl. Keep your head high. You got a lot to be proud of. You did a magnificent job. Hey, a little bit of information so everybody knows it. And if anybody wants to call in, 704-873-1400. I know you ain't heard from me in a while. I hope all my listeners ain't quit. Uh, Farm Bureau's having some forums coming up. Uh, the 10th Congressional District race at the Civic Center on February the 1st at 7 p.m. And then on February the 12th at 6.30 at the Cooperative Extension, and I'll put these out again, we will have the 84th House Forum, where yours truly serves and somebody's running against me. And then the Iredell County Commissioners, there's six of them. Well, it looks like somebody does want to talk. All right, let's see who we got here, Joe. Hey, this is Representative Jeff McNeely. Who we got? Ah, uh, you got John here. Hey, John, how are you, sir? We're doing good. Thanks for everything you do for us. Well, I appreciate it. Thank y'all for putting me in here and let me do for you. I, I got a question. Has anybody or uh, got any bills going or even thinking about putting a road usage tax on these electric vehicles? I see more and more of them running around, and I buy gas. 
Well, guess what? And I pay for the roll of usage. That's right. I get you, bro. So, actually, in the budget this past time, we actually, when they go to renew their license, they will pay a fee that you will not. Uh, and I think it ended up being like $182, which is kind of the average gas tax for North Carolinians that they pay. So the electric vehicle people will start to have to pay road use tax, just like the rest of us. They're not happy about it. That was one of the big selling points. Hey, you don't have to pay the gas tax. Well, unfortunately, nobody rides for free. So, yes, starting January the 1st, when they go to renew, they will have to pay. All right. Very good. I appreciate that yeah. work. And that's one of the, uh, me on the transportation committee, one of the chairs, all of us on the House and the Senate side both got together. We're trying to figure out ways to, to raise money uh, without just coming out and taxing everybody to death to pay for these roads because with inflation, uh, road materials have actually gone up way more than normal inflation. They're 25 to 50 percent more gravel, concrete, all these things that you got to have to do the roads are all ridiculously more expensive. So we're trying to figure different ways to keep that revenue stream up so we can get our roads done. They're not in the best of shape, but we're starting to turn the corner. We finally got our funding back up. They about bankrupt DOT back in 19, and it's taken a while for us to build it back up through the pandemic. But we're, we're getting close to turning the corner where we can start doing some better jobs. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that because, you know, I see them running around here and they're mostly Texas, but I'm not for electric vehicles. But, you know, I figure they ought to pay their share to ride on the road. Well, I, I agree. You know, here's another thing. They make a choice. We make all of us make choices. You know, there's consequences, good and bad with your choices. They should have to share the same as the rest of us. They're riding on the roads. They're using them. Actually, those vehicles are heavier, so they may actually do a little more damage than the regular cars do because of the weight of the battery. So it's a good thing. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. Thank you, sir. Anyway, hey, real quick, i uh, got about three minutes till we go to our break here. Uh, a couple of little things I want to bring out. Uh, you know, Unfortunately, in politics and race, we get into this thing where we just can't run on our own merits. We got to try to drag the other person down a little bit. And let me get to my spot here. Uh, so there's some disinformation being put out. That's a, that's a nice, very polite way of saying some lies are being told. Um, it's being said that I voted for casinos. Well, folks, I never voted for casinos. There was never a casino bill. There was much talk in the North Carolina Senate about it, but no bill ever materialized to come to the House. Also, they're trying to say that from an article where I actually, me and about 30 other representatives, we, we walked out one day, and the whole discussion about the budget and all these other things Basically, the minority, about 30 of them, said that if even a casino bill come across by itself, that they that, if that happened, they would not vote for the budget. So they basically about spiked the budget. Republicans doing other Republicans wrong, in my opinion, because it was a great budget. And, and here's the quote that I actually said in an article, and you tell me where you see the word casino at. This is all about procedure, where the minority actually rules over the majority in the way we were going about this, because this had nothing to do with this. This was procedural. They said they basically held everybody hostage on the budget. 
And it says what they're saying. We've all got wants and needs in our counties, our districts, McNeely told Axios Wednesday. The way we're going about this and the actions we're taking, we're putting all those needs in jeopardy. $82 million is what I had worked hard, hard, hard to get into the budget for Iredell County and all the different municipalities. The next quote on this line is, to me, it's a small group controlling the larger group, McNeely said, and that's not the way our politics work in America. So if you can tell me where you see something about casino there, I don't know, but they're twisting and turning that too. So once again, they're just trying to figure out some way to drag me down. And folks, I hope you know I've worked really hard. I try to be a good Christian person down there just like I am at home. I didn't change. I am who I am. So I hope you vote for me and know that if you got any questions, you give me a call. You can call me on the radio show. You see me in public. You see me wherever you want to. Call me. I'll tell you what's going on. So until then, don't believe all you hear, folks. Please stay tuned. Coming back for the next part of the show. We're back here with kind of what I call the middle part of the show as we get ready to go to our guest, Scotty Brown, that's going to call in here in a little bit. Bear with me. Throat's still a little funky. I've been carrying this junk for about a month now, it seems like. Had antibiotics, shot in the rear end. Still don't seem to be working. So we do have a caller on the line. Let's see who we got here. Hey, this is Representative Jeff McNeely. Who do we got? Deborah. Hey, Deborah. How are you, ma'am? Hadn't heard from you and I don't know when. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, and God bless. I've been praying for you. Well, thank the you, last time, The last time I heard you on the radio, you could hardly speak. It's, it's a little better. It's not great, but hey, you know what? There ain't no rest for the weary. we got to keep on going. You got that right. Yes, sir. The reason I'm calling, what a perfect day to call in, Martin Luther King. Amen. You know, I, I wanted to celebrate his life, and you know, uh, as I told you before, I pray today, somehow this message just spreads like uh, a really go with it. God colored the world, and Martin Luther King, I admired that man. And to know that God colored the world, and the only thing that separates us all is our choices, right or wrong. And therefore, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, you know, I watch Good Times a lot, and Fred Stanford. (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I was thanking God this morning for that man. And I got to thinking back about uh, Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. how hard he worked to get his picture on that box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, too, I thought about Aunt Jemima's pancake, yep. how hard she worked to get her picture on that box. You know, everybody's got a calling. I don't care who they are, but I admire people. In every way, I admire them. And the choices that we make in life will set the course that we go down on. That's right. That's right. And Washington, D.C., I, I was talking to God, like I said this morning, and I believe they've got that word just wrong. Mm. For I picked cotton back in the day and tobacco fields and chicken houses and different things, as I told you before. But that word, slavery, I hate that word, literally. I call it work. That I feel like that they should have called it work. 
we help one another as we can do. And God meant for us to do just that. But I know people have been raised to believe uh, that somebody's brought them down, somebody's done them wrong, not people of today's age. If any racism exists, I believe it comes out of Washington, D.C. establishment. They got to stop it because now there's wars everywhere. The, the, the latest, I don't know who these people are, but I'm praying for the world to change. We're in a mess. And what's anybody doing to help anybody out? Well, you know, like I said, right now, um, I hope everybody feels like they have a chance to succeed in America. If not, we need to figure out why they don't and if it's true or not. But America is the only place on the face of the earth that uh, gives you the freedoms and the, and the choices to make. To where it's, it's up to you. If, you wish, if you're willing to succeed and work hard, you can still. And that's what makes this country so great. Hey, i got to take another call, Deborah. but oh, so good to talk you. to you. Call back. Call back. All right. Hey, Jeff, one more moment. Give me a call when you get off the line, please. Yep. You got my number? I do. I do. I'll give okay, you a call. Okay, I'll talk to you then. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. All right, see uh-huh. you now. Bye. Got another here. Hey, this is Representative Jeff McNeely. Who we got? This is Mr. Howe, bro. Hey there, Mr. Howe. How you doing, sir? You got it, man. What I want to know when he <laughs> just give me a bit to pull me up. Yeah, I'm done. All right. That because I mean you got your your call. I think your uh, guest coming up. Yeah. That I'm just thinking with you a little bit. Uh, who is the author? Who is the uh, person behind that entry music before and after? You know, on your music, the rock and roll. Who is that? Well, was that, was that uh, what's his name of uh, your, your the announcer there, or is it you? Uh, it's it's really that was kind of brought in. Uh, I, you know, the original music we had was uh, a group from the seventies, and I always liked their song "Taking Care of Business." But uh, they actually oh, yes, infor- they actually informed us about a year and a half ago that we couldn't play their music. So now we've had to come up with something a little different. So it just is what it is. I thought about going to country, but you know, I tend to be a little up and moving on this show, so we want to keep it a little lively. Right. So. You know, we'll do the best we can. Right. But hey, we'll take requests. If you got something you'd like to hear for the intro music, let no, us know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I'm, I didn't have a complaint, but I just say everybody that, that comes to WIC, SIC, and you about at that age, and not Joe, but you know that they like that rock and roll. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's okay. You know, if that's what you like, it. I start laughing. I heard. I said, let me call in and ask them who's behind that music. Yeah, they, they kind of brought that to me, and I said, I said, whatever. I said, whatever. Just as long as it gets me out of trouble, we'll keep playing it. So that's, that's what right. we're doing. It's okay. Thank you, brother. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Christian, brother. You be good. Take care. All right. Hey, getting into something real quick. It's kind of crazy. Uh, that's, this is crazy news day, maybe. That's what I'm doing here. And, hey, by the way, we got the Iowa caucus. Uh, I think it's coming up tomorrow, and Lord knows it's going to be crazy, too. So we'll see how that goes. But um, who knows? It's going to kind of really tell us where maybe people are at. Iowans are, seem to be fairly well informed. We'll see. So a Chinese company bought a Jewish school campus in Greensboro. And then the Biden administration paid them through a veteran-owned group company about a $178 million five-year contract to house unaccompanied immigrant minors who come into the U.S. illegally. 
I'm just going to let y'all think on all that. That was pretty long, but I hope you understood the gist of it. Now we have the Chinese that are getting paid by our federal government to look after illegal immigrants. This is almost comical, or if it wasn't crazy. Uh, the company's based out in New York. Shock. Blue state. Uh, but they do have an office in Rayford, North Carolina. They call themselves Deployed Services. Hmm. I don't know. This sounds a little crazy to me. Uh, how a Chinese company finds out about a campus in Greensboro that went bankrupt, that was for Jewish high schoolers, and next thing you know, uh, they're making money off our federal government through the illegal immigrants. Only in America, folks. Only in America. All right, uh, let you know, um, North Carolina, distinguishedly ranked number three in U-Haul destinations in the U.S. last year. So there you go. Texas was number one. Florida was number two. We were three. South Carolina, four. Tennessee, five. Do y'all see a pattern here? Uh, most of these states seem to be red, and that's where everybody's fleeing to. Hmm. You know what? I'm starting to think that Americans really do love freedom and less taxes. I think that's what a lot of these states have in common. They're all coming to I hope they stay that way. Hmm. Oh, looks like we got another caller. Maybe I struck a nerve. Hey, this is Representative Jeff McNeely. Who we got? Happy New Year, Jeff. William here. Hey, William. How are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. Could, I, could um, I interest you in a school year. campus? I got a deal on one. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take my grandchildren. Send my grandchildren to them. We'll get we'll get them studied up. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, listen, last year Title Forty Two expired, and it seemed like when that happened, it just flooded the gates open for all these migrants, mm -hmm. immigrants, whatever you want to call them, to to it gave them an excuse to go across the line even more. Yeah. Is there a possibility that the administration could put something like that back in reinstate? Back in play, you know, it could it could have happened. Biden and them could have held it. It could have went ahead and 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 kept that in place. But instead, they went to court to get it thrown out. You know, that even earlier than it was supposed to expire. So they they want this. Right. They want this, and I don't know why yeah. they want. I, I talked about this a couple shows ago, and it's called the replacement theory, William. And I, and I truly yeah. believe this is what they believe that they've gone so far left. They know they're going to lose some people from their party. They know they are. They're going to go unaffiliated. Who knows where they're going to go, but they're not going to. I know this. I know a lot of older Southern Democrats that have left the party just in the last year or two. They said, I can't take this craziness. So they've left. So you know what? To keep their numbers up, they got to put somebody else in place of them. So what do you do? You give somebody the gift of a lifetime, U.S. citizenship or the ability to enter our country and get the joys of the fruits and labors of all in the greatest country of the world, and you pretty much let them do it uh, for free with no no recourse, no nothing. And, and here they are. They're coming in droves. And they know this won't last long, so that's why they're coming so hard. They're saying, surely to God they're going to close those borders. This is crazy. So we better get on over there now. And here they come, and and they're determined they're going to get them here, and some way or another they're going to they're going to push amnesty on them, to allow them to become citizens after entering illegal, which is not how you reward somebody. Well, they were coming across the border even when that rule was stated, 
but it wasn't as bad. We could send so them when back. when it expired, it obviously got worse. Yeah, we could, um, we could send them back. You just answered my question in a way. Um, what it's going to take is us going to the booth in November and checking somebody's name. And properly, it's going to be somebody that's going to be wanting to put that rule back into play. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, the old saying, if you, if you want to keep chaos, then you know which side you need to vote on. If you want to remove chaos, you know which side you need to vote on. It's real simple. Vote red if you want to try to remove chaos. I ain't saying they're perfect. Well, but. that's I hate to keep harping about the border, Jeff. It seems like every time I it's, call you, that's all I want to talk it's about. It's critical. For me, for me, it's the most important thing. I'm telling you right now, if we can stop that border mess that's going on down there we can everything else will fall into place that's right. right now we've got so much problems people do not realize the problems that we're having and are gonna have with keeping those borders open down there yeah we they got, just don't realize yeah we got to go to break you're on the money william don't just keep pushing it that's what we all need to do all right all we're right. taking a break folks we'll be back here shortly got my guests coming All right. I like saying it that way. It sounds good, doesn't it? Anyway, this, with this cold or whatever, I can get that deep, deep talk to it. But, hey, we got Commissioner Scotty Brown on the line, and he's running for re-election. We're going to interview all the commissioner candidates over the next couple of weeks, so just uh, be patient till you wait to hear from all of them, and uh, maybe you'll figure out who you like and who you think needs to be in there. It's a very, very important job. They're the first ones, in my opinion, in your pocketbook. Believe me, they got property tax, they sales tax deals. So they're there. So let's see if we can bring our guest on and see what he's got on his mind. All right. Hey, Scotty Brown, are you there, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. We're trying to get ready for this cold weather's coming in here. Uh, you got fish, the animals, you know, it's, 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 uh, any farmer will tell you, it, there's no time to rest right now. It's time to double down. Yeah, the bad thing is you, you, you're probably not having big attendance right now at the zoo because of the cold weather. But you know what? The show must go on, doesn't it? you got to keep them up so you get ready. So I know it, ain't, know it ain't easy. Hey, you know, real quickly, uh, I, we hope people know who you are. You know, it's like I told somebody the other day, if you don't know me by now, I've wasted a bunch of money. But anyway, uh, tell us a little bit about who Scotty Brown is before we get into asking some questions. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm born and raised in Ardell County. It is my home. I haven't always lived here. I, I moved around a little bit, you know, doing the animal thing. I've been animal thing my whole life. I, uh, you know, I've, I've went to school for several different things. Pe- people tell me I need to write a book because of all the places I've been, all the things I've done. But uh, my biggest thing is is Ardell County. I love it. I'm, I'm a businessman. I went from uh, I left home when I was 12 years old and uh, didn't have a dime. And today I'm done pretty well. I own two zoos, 1,500 animals, 50 some employees, and I think I know how to make money. I know how to save money. So that that's pretty much who I am. Uh-huh. Very. Con- I was going to say, li- living out the American dream because you had the opportunity to do it and you took the advantage of it and you grabbed the ring. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. And, of you. and you know, you said that exactly because people, I see people all the time tell me, you know, they didn't have a chance in life. Listen, I was 12 years old and I didn't have a dime and I moved and it's with some people that took me in a farm and and I milked their cows for them and, and pretty much fed their chickens, but I'm kidding on that. But, but we had a big dairy farm. I worked on there, put myself through school. You know, I, I was offered because, you know, Ardell County, the Ardell County school system knew my situation. They they told me when I went into ninth grade, if you'll make straight A's, 
we'll let you go ninth, 10th, 12th. That was in, in 1979, and I did make straight A's, and I, I think I was the last one to ever graduate in three years. They uh, they deleted that program. But, uh, you know, anybody can do anything. All you got to do is put your mind to it. And, and like I said, I haven't had a dime given to me, and, and I have had the American dream. I, I do, you know, anything I want to do now. And uh, I do work seven days a week, 16 hours a day, but I, I love what I do. You, you told me you was just working half days, 12 hours. Yeah, but it, that is half a day. See, it's uh, 24 hours in a day. That's what people don't understand. But uh, <laughs> and, and I believe the same thing as a commissioner. You know, I'm. If somebody called me. I was on vacation last week, and uh, every year after Christmas, uh, after Christmas, I said, we go on vacation, and we took a week off and went down to Costa Rica where it was 85 degrees. But mm. uh, mm. said, man, I forgot you was on vacation. I said, listen. I'm a commissioner first and, and far as work, 24 hours, seven days a week. And if there's somebody wants to talk to me about something, I was there. I talked to them, made a call, called them back. They called me back. You know, we, we got the problem solved. And, of course, they thanked me. And they said, well, hate to do it on your vacation. No, no. If I didn't want to be called, I wouldn't answer my phone. That's right. That's right. Well, you and I both know when you take these jobs, when you become elected officials, there there's no days off and the phone's got to be answered. You, you can't ignore it. So. I know. I know. Well, I'm like calling you. You know, you, you always answer my phone call. Well, I, I, that's right. That's right, because that's what this job entails. Uh, why are you running for re-election, Scotty? What, what is it? You know the craziness of this. Why, why are you doing it? Well, listen, I, I said I was a hard worker, but I didn't say I was smart. So, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean, sir. I know what you mean. Any of us that, that do this, you know, it's like being a school teacher. School teachers don't teach school for the money. They teach you because it's a calling. You know, I don't do this for for the money or for recognition. I do it because if, if I could find somebody I, I fully trusted to take my spot, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd let them have my spot. But at this point in time, you know, I know where I stand. I know where I stand as far as money, as far as uh, conservative and all that. It's, uh, it's very important that we have somebody to do it. And, and, you know, I always tell people a story. My mom always asks me, she's 85 years old. She says, why do you do this? And I said, well, if you'll do it, I won't. And she'll say, well, I'm not doing it. I said, that's exactly right. So I've got to make sure that our county, because I love our county, that it's, mm-hmm. it's taken care of. Now, am I perfect? No, I make mistakes all the time. Going to continue to make mistakes. If you want a perfect person, you, you better start praying because there ain't but one perfect person ever walked on this earth. And, and right. I'm not. That. That's right. So, do the best. Yeah, I do doing the best you can. Doing the best you can. Well, now this Amen. is. This, I'm gonna ask all these questions of all the candidates that are running. So don't think I'm picking on you or whatever. But then this one's a little toughy. I ain't gonna lie to it. But I think the people need to hear because uh, I think it's important. There's a lot of talk about the budget increase this past year. Was it the right thing to do? And would you have done anything different? So elaborate a little bit on the insight on on the budget. Well, you know. We we always hate to increase the budget, but it's it's kind of like, you know, I, I tell people, until I became a commissioner, I didn't understand certain things. Now, I know at Zootastic, my budget increases every year, and, you know, I never looked at it much until I started thinking about it that, you know, it has to increase because, you know, we went from 10 employees to 50 employees. So that makes your budget higher. So as, as Ardell County grows, we're over 200,000 people now, and uh, I didn't see that coming. Mm. And then we heard it on the radio that we're the number one growing county in the United States. Most people want to go there. And I keep telling people, y'all, y'all can come here, but don't tell your family and friends back home. How, you know, leave, leave that all because we, we need to catch up. Mm. Now, our county, the, the, the 
people in our county that run the county. I mean, we guys make decisions, but we don't run the county. And those guys, when they bring a budget to us, they're pretty sharp. I mean, they've sharpened their pencils. They know what's going on. And, and what the public doesn't understand, and I wish more would come to our meetings and ask questions. You know, the, the third uh, Tuesday of the month, they're welcome to come, and we give them three minutes to, to voice their opinion. Love to hear that. Really do. I always make sure I go out in the audience and uh, and talk to the people and let them know where I stand. But it's not a rebuttal thing. It's, it's we listen to you and then we, then we make ourselves available. But but raising the budget is a is a tough thing because uh, people don't want to see it. But they got to understand it. We're not just figuring this for one year. And when you look at that budget, say, oh my gosh, what's it going to be next year? No, we're we're in pretty good shape. And and I did actually make a motion that we would not raise taxes. Period for the next four years because we have based this on a five year project and we have. The high school coming up, everybody knows about high school. Lord, it's, it's the biggest talk in town. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be the first $200 million high school in the United States. I but, hope, uh, hope not. Hope not. But go ahead. No, no. no. We're, as a commissioner, we're, we're not going to go that route. I mean, I'm sorry. It's kids, kids are important, but uh, we've got to do the right thing for the taxpayers, too. So that's that's a big thing. But we, we budgeted. We went ahead so we wouldn't get caught with the paying big interest, and that, that's taxpayers' money. So we don't want – and interest is, is – I mean, it's a waste of money. So we went ahead and budgeted $10 million a year to build the uh, the next elementary school. And then, as, you know, in four years, we'll have $40 million. So that'll – and that's not just – you know, it's not just this past year. I mean, that's for, for ongoing right now till we get this school built, and then we'll have a, a middle school – I mean, elementary school. I think it's ele- – it might be middle first and then elementary second, but vice versa. But we'll do that, and we'll have the money. We won't have to borrow money. We won't have to do a bond. So we won't have to raise things. And then as soon as we get these schools built, you know, we've got to have a health department. I don't know if people of Iowa County, yeah. you know, and I don't want to say they don't care because they do care, but they don't they don't pay attention to the fact that our the new highway is going right against the building up there in Stageville on uh, Turnersburg Highway. <clears throat> we we want to we've always figured building a new health department uh, over next to the old mall uh, where our DSS building is, and uh, so that's our next thing. And then you know we we've asked the sheriff to to keep us safe. That we're stacking people on top, top people. If you go to sheriff's office, that that building was built for half as many people as we have. Right. And so we have promised him we will get him a new sheriff's office. Is it in the budget yet? No, it's not. But see, as soon as we get through these schools, and we're we're building that park up there, and you know, we and, and I'm you know I'm not a sports person. So I know nothing about sports, but uh, but you know I have talked to a lot of people that's important, and I've seen economic development saying you know these companies. When they come here to Idle County, they want to know what do we have to offer. And sometimes the public thinks, well, why in the world would you spend that much on a park? Well, the, to get these big companies to bring millions and millions and millions of dollars, they want us to have that park. And it's important to bring commercial industry in instead of houses. Correct. You know, everybody deserves to own their own home, but we, we've got to keep it to where, you know, we don't have to build a school every year. And, and that's where we've been with uh, coming from the south up to the north. It's It's been houses, houses, houses. But uh, – but I'm I'm a full believer that you know we're we're might not look as good today, but in four years everybody's going to say, oh man, y'all made the right decision. You know we've got all this stuff. We didn't have to borrow money because it is budgeted. And we get through with that park that 17 million we put into it and on budget this year. Next year we can take that 17 million and put it over into the new uh, health department. Get that health department going. Get it built, and then we're going with the sheriff's office. And then as soon as we get through the sheriff's office. You know, our courthouse, and nobody likes to go to the courthouse. I mean, you just, normally you don't have to go there unless there's a problem. But uh, but our courthouse is, is overrun. I mean, I think we're 30,000 cases behind. We can't br- even bring in any more judges because we have no room for them. 
So that's another big project we got to do. Well, it never ends. It, there's always it something on the horizon. I mean, you know, and, and, and buildings, unfortunately, we try to build them. They have a lifespan. We hope they have a lifespan 40, 50 years. Sometimes they do. Sometimes we just don't build them big enough because of the amount of money we had then and realize we got to almost double them and, re, and do an expansion. So there's it's a constant battle and it's a constant juggle of money. Uh, the budget in the county is not so much unlike a lot of household budgets. It's just the zeros are a lot more. But it works the same way that, you know, you've got to be able to be smart and budget and not put yourself in such deep debt you can't get out. So it's hard. It's really hard. And, and yeah, there's a lot of people don't see it, and there's a lot of people mad. You know, my taxes went way up. Okay. Well, hopefully you're going to see some kind of return on investment that you put in in taxes with building these schools, building the health departments, building the things you got to do. So it's really critical. We're going to take a break here in about 30 seconds. So we got, would you do anything different and tell that in about 25 seconds? No, not not at this point in time. I think it, uh, we've done a great job on a on a five year program. I think we need to hold tight to what we're doing right now. We we have a, a good a good thing right here. We got a good group of commissioners, and uh, we need to stick with it. All right, we got to pay some bills, folks. So we're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. Stay tuned, Commissioner Scotty Brown. Good stuff, folks. Good stuff. Oh. Back here with the last part of the show. I, I kind of like the intro music. You know, a lot of bass, a little, little dump to dump to dump I don't know, buddy. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, we got Commissioner Scotty Brown on the line. Scotty, you still with us from the break? Yes, sir. Yep, sorry about that. We got to pay bills around here. They keep telling me that. And I, my pretty face <laughs> doesn't do it, so we got to advertise. I was afraid I'd be that I way. agree with that one. All right, you go. I agree. All right, all right. Well, what's up next is, is a question that everybody wants to know. What is Ardell County's next big thing? And we kind of talked about it, I guess, already, but maybe elaborate, because how are you going to do it? Whatever the next big thing is, how are we going to pay for it? How are we going, where, how are we going to build it? Where are we going to build it? What are we going to do? Well, also, you know, we're talking about the budget. You know, in that budget, we, we already figured in, so we don't have to tax the, the people anymore at this point. We did drop the tax to 50 cents, and I can tell you I was the biggest advocator for that to drop it early on. And uh, and then later on, the other commissioners said, "Yeah, that we can we can make this work with our uh, with the county budget." So we we made that work, and that's where I say we're not going to raise that back up. We have we've got that down a little bit, and it's and what the people of our county need to understand is when we drop it to fifty cents, you know, a lot of them say, well, "Why didn't you drop it to to forty cents?" Well, you know, you got big Walmart there, you got the big companies there, so they get to drop it too, so it, it hurts a lot. But I do want to say one thing. I had one lady call me. She was 85 years old. She lived on the lake, and she was she was telling me, she said, you know, I didn't move to the lake. The lake moved to me. And she said, and, and I can't afford my tax anymore. And and we had a long conversation about, you know, she should sell her property for us, you know, if she could get mega bucks for it. But she wants to live there until she dies. She's 80-some years old, and I don't blame her. But she, uh, she was not aware of the 65-year-old program that she could get on and would lower her taxes about 50%. So I got her started on that. The people of our county need to know about that. And uh, we do care. We, we try to help wherever we can. But uh, the next big project, you know, the, the high school is the next big project in the school. We did borrow the $40 million, or we're borrowing the $40 million with the 80 that we already did, to, uh, uh, did a couple years ago. And so that's, you know, we're trying to get the interest rate down by combining them together. That's got to be, and this, is, this comes from housing. 
the more houses that we have in, you know, Idle County and Mooresville was rated number one place in the United States right now to come to. It's, uh, when, when you advertise that, more and more people's coming in there, and, and we'll run that land there. So the next next project's going to be they're coming towards Troutman. Mm-hmm. And that's my taxes did go up. I've got 220 acres there that went up unbelievable. But uh, I did have one little piece of property that dropped. I mean, I don't know why, but it dropped a, a good little bit, but it was a very, very small piece of pie. And everybody said, well, why come the commissioner's property drop? Well, I don't get to have anything to do with that. That's the tax office. You know, we, we, the commissioners, don't have say on, you know, uh, the valuations and stuff like that and, uh, and and how to rate taxes. We don't we don't have that pool. We're not Washington. We don't get to do things like we want to. But, uh, but the next big thing is the, is the school. I mean, it's, it's got to be. And then and we're not stupid. We know that the middle school and elementary is right behind it. So we're trying to plan for future. Well, and, you know, I, I, we don't know. If, if you're borrowing 40, sounds like you, we're hoping we can do it for $120 million then. And, and you know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I know nobody likes to hear people talk like this. But, you know, you, you build what you got to build to teach. If we have to share a ball field or we have to do something different for the first year or two, then, you know, maybe maybe me and Gray, and well, Gray's not going to be there, me, Vicky, and, and whoever gets it down in the south end, and Mitchell Setzer, maybe we can work to help with the ball field side of this something or another. But the main thing, build the buildings. Get the kids right. in. Teach them. Let's worry about the education aspect of it. We'll worry about the extracurricular later. We'll figure it out. We'll do something. Like I said, worst case scenario, we got a share field. We'll do something. <clears throat> Get it built. Get it built. You know, it's a rare case that everybody walks into a turn t- turnkey mansion anymore. It just is. And I know a lot of people out there say, well, every other county can do it. Why can't we? Well, we can. We can, folks. If you look around, though, Idle still got probably one of the lower tax rates almost probably of a, over nine, 85, 90 counties in the daggum state. So we're trying to make it so people can survive to the next step. And I appreciate what you're doing. I did a lot of the same thing when I was county commissioner. Yeah, it's stuff you got to do. You got to do. Right. Well, all right, if elected, and this is a little different. This is a little different question, kind of saying, but if elected, what is your personal project? Because, hey, I know everybody has something that's kind of near and dear to them. You know, there's things you got to do like a high school, but, you know, maybe that don't really excite you. But what is a personal project that you want to see either get done or fixed? Something out there that yeah. needs to be fixed. What What is Scotty, what's making Scotty Brown tick to, well, to get done? What are you looking at? You know, I, I'm not a sports person, so I'm not on this parks and stuff, but I but I know that it's, it, it's something that has to be done. But but my, my pet project is the fairgrounds. I'm a, uh, I'm all about agriculture. I am a farmer. I grew up farming. I've, uh, I, I know it's important that Ardell County is the, the largest dairy county in the state of North Carolina, and that's not even saying a lot anymore. But mm. uh, we are a diverse county of 50% agriculture. And, and the people of Ardell County, if we don't teach what we are, you know, you, you take it away, then we're losing a lot because we people of Ardell County, we Ardell Countyans, the one that was born and raised here, we know how important farming is. And, uh, so I'm, I'm big on the fire, fairground, but I can promise you I am not going to put a tax burden. I appreciate what the state's done, what you've done. You've, you've fought hard for us and, and given us $10 million. That uh, that $10 million, and we had six already saved, you know, we're up there to $16 million, is a good start. It's, oh, yeah. it's a $50 million project, but we're not going to borrow the money and go in and build it. We're, we're looking at building in phases. We're, we're looking at you guys to get us some more money. But, uh, you know, we got we got lots of projects that we keep looking at you guys and. 
And, you know, that's what's important with the uh, the commissioners. And, and sometimes people don't look at the commissioner being important. It starts where we're at. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, that's a starting hole. And to be able to call you and Vicky and Gray, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a big thing for us to be able to call y'all. And y'all, you guys answer the phones. We tell you what we need. And then we sometimes we get it, sometimes we don't. But if you don't ask, you don't get it. So we're going to keep asking and asking and asking. Well, his old saying is, we don't know what we don't know. So we need we need people to help us. We need people just like y'all need us to help y'all. We need y'all to help us tell us what we can do, where we can go. I know we got some money for ball fields, like I said, on this last go uh, to help do the returf. Well, uh, you know, when it comes time for this new school, maybe we can pull that off. There's some things down there that they listen to us about. And there's some things they don't. Water and sewer, they listen. Stuff like maybe helping with the ball fields and stuff, they listen. They think that's, you know, extracurricular. You got to still build your school. We might be able to fund other stuff. So it's kind of weird. There's things that we know we can probably get money for and things we can't. Fairgrounds one that we can. So we've been working on that. And you know, I always tell everybody we're doing this like Johnny Cash. We're building it one piece at a time. So it. It, it's not easy. But, that you know, that it, that fairground is going to be more than a fairground. It's going to be an event center, a, a, a complex. Call it whatever. The name will change because it's, the, it's going to become a venue that that we can have whatever from rodeos to concerts to who knows. It, it'll be a, a facility that can do so many different things. And then we have so many things, farmers markets, who knows. You know, maybe even get one of the regional ones. There's We, we, we brainstormed and we thought of a lot. But it's still got a 50 million plus price tag on what we're trying to do and I think it actually keeps creeping up every day we talk. Um, it just doesn't get cheaper, y'all. It just doesn't. So it's important that we, we work together on the county, state level and try to bring your tax dollars back. And then y'all spend them wisely. That's all I ever ask of you. What we bring back, spend wisely. So done a good job of that. You really have. All right. I, I know Zootastic is uh, a calling card. How, what's Scotty Brown doing to – to, to get his campaign moving, uh, are we, you know, we're getting signs out. What are we up to? Well, you know, I just got back in town yesterday, so we're starting to put out signs today. And uh, of course, I, I've been waiting on these storms. Every time I turn around, you know, talk about these high winds and stuff. It's not a good time to put out signs. It's, it makes kites. Yeah, it makes for kites instead right. of signs. Kites, you go back and find them. You got to go back and put them up. So, mm. so yeah, I'm starting to put out some signs. Going to do some. Uh, you know, somebody told me. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they said, well, you, you, are you going to put out any signs? I said, well, sure I am. They said, well, you know, you're pretty well known in the county. I said, well, let me tell you something. I, I have an airplane, and I don't fly it on half a tank of gas. I always fill it up before I go because you, you never know when you're going to need it, and I don't right. take things. I, uh, you know, have I made some people mad? I'm sure I have. If you're in politics, you're going to make some of your friends mad, and you're going to, you know, you're going to make a lot of people, hopefully you're going to make a lot of people happy, but you're, you're always going to lose a couple, and, and I, uh, I try to do the right thing. And, 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 you know, let people realize I do work for you. And if you don't want me, that all they have to do is not vote for me. That's, that's the thing. That's the, the beauty of elections. If you don't like the person, just don't vote for them and make sure they go out and you get somebody else and give them a try. But so far, you know, I, I've said I was going to run one more time. I'm, uh, I, I don't, I don't really, you know, I'm going to be getting on up there 67 years old. So that's getting old for me. That guy and, uh, I didn't think he was that much older than me. Well, you look it, but I didn't think you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm, uh, you know, I want to, I want to enjoy life too. But uh, I do enjoy the politics. I do enjoy the, 
the the meeting. I, and, and I tell you, I enjoy. I get chewed a lot. I'm not kidding you. I had a lady last week call me, and oh, I mean, no. she chewed. Me. Uh, yeah, upside one side down the other. And do you know what? Later on in the afternoon, she called me back and she apologized. I said, no, no, ma'am, I work for you. You don't need to apologize to me. She said, well, maybe I was a little harsh on you. I said, well, maybe you were. But uh, but I heard what she said, and I made the phone calls, and, and I made something happen for her. And, you know, it it is who you know. I hate to say that. I, you know, I grew up saying I'm never going to be like that. It's who you know. But it is. And But I had the right telephone number and called the right person. Made This woman was 80-some years old. And, you know, this is why we do it because, you know, our, our – parents our grandparents took care of us it's time for us to take care of them and i've got grandkids now i'm I'm looking after them and then hopefully they're going to look after me but we don't do this for the money heck i make more money than you do as a as a individual as a politician i know i know i keep telling you guys y'all crazy but uh but i appreciate you i really do for what what you do and as much as you're away from home and you still answer my phone call and i can tell you just like the people complain to me i complain to you and and you listen, and, and, you know, we've had some run-ins, and then we call back, and we're good. Hold tight. Let's do a prayer because we got to get off. Dear Heavenly yes, Father, sir. dear Lord, I pray for these candidates. I pray for my county. I pray for all of us that are elected. Be with us. Take care of us. Lead and guide us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, Scotty. Be good, sir. Yes, sir. See you. Thanks, sir. Bye. You've been listening to North Carolina Representative Jeff McNeely. Join Jeff again next Monday morning at 11.05 for Taking Care of Iredell on News Talk WSIC.